to Word in the World Language Podcast. Today on the show, I'll be speaking with some of the presenters at the upcoming CI Midwest Conference at the University School of Milwaukee in Milwaukee, Wisconsin on September 27th, 28th, and 29th. The Comprehensible Midwest Conference empowers teachers to create joyful, personalized, effective, and equitable language acquisition through instruction based on comprehensible input. As a collaborative community, CI Midwest safely supports teachers to connect with each other and teach in ways that respond to students' cultural and linguistic identities. Every year, CI Midwest brings in some of the nation's foremost trainers in teaching with comprehensible input while simultaneously lifting up and supporting voices of local and regional teachers who are striving to make their language instruction more personalized, inclusive, and equitable. So if you plan on attending CI Midwest, and you should, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast as these educational leaders give you a glimpse into what they will be presenting on at the conference. So with no further ado, let's get started. So Grant, could you start off and tell us a little bit about CI Midwest? Um, so CI Midwest, uh, Hayun Lu and I founded CI Midwest a few years ago. This will be, our th- I think, our fourth annual conference. Um, and what we are really trying to do is to create that nation of advocates by empowering teachers um, to teach with uh, a lens that that uh, embraces the idea that each kid can acquire language and what are the techniques and skills that we need to be able to do that. It's really, as far as I know, the very first conference across the country that that um, intends to filter the principles of culturally, culturally and linguistically responsive teaching through the lens of second language acquisition and pedagogy to make it uh, appropriate to marry those two in the classroom with our teachers. And some teachers are just learning the strategies and they'll figure out the, the paradigm shift later. And others have grabbed the paradigm shift and want to know how to make it happen. Um, Hayun and I are working hard with a good team. We got Marta Yednak, Monica Romero, Erica Toplinski, also from CI Mitten fame, and uh, the inimitable Kelly Ferguson um, as our team of, of uh, conference people getting it all ready to go. September 27th through 29th, we are bringing in some of the powerhouse presenters. We want people in the Midwest to know that CI Midwest is here to help you um have a better experience in your classroom and teach in a way that each kid can be successful. So we're bringing in Justin Slocum Bailey, Tina Hargaden, Carol Gobb, Lori Clark, Bob Patrick, of course, John Cowart, of course. Um, and there's probably other names that, oh, Sarah Breckley is going to be there. Probably other names that I'm uh, forgetting about, but you can learn more at cimidwest.com. Um, there's an early bird uh, registration that ends in the middle of September sometime. I say check it out. I'm speaking with Lori Clark. Lori has been a language teacher for many years. She is a big fan of students and has an intense interest in connecting with other teachers. And she has a great love for languages. Lori says that, and I quote, figuring out how to share ideas and information in a better way puts me on cloud nine. 
Lori, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. This is my first official podcast ever. I'm very excited. Oh, well, I feel super special. <laughs> so, so, As do I. <laughs> okay. So tell us, what will you be presenting on at CI Midwest? I'm really excited. Hyun Lu and I have been working for a year with Stephen Krashen on some ways to train teachers that make it simple and painless and comprehensible at the same time. And so we've put together a sort of a new way to look at using CI in the classroom so that everybody can access the idea. Um, we've had the opportunity to work with it twice now this year. And so we're going to continue to, to open up that debut this year at CI Midwest. So the two of us have a 60-minute session. I'm going to be using those same ideas in my post-conference session on Sunday. And then there are two 90-minute sessions. I think I ironed that out this morning. Um, one of them is about going from reading to writing and listening to speaking. So what does it look like and sound like when it goes from input to output? And how do we know what to look for and how to support it? And then the second one is about um, getting perspectives using CI. How do you um, get students to look at um, the world from somebody else's viewpoint? And I love that one. That one's one of my favorite things to do. So I'm really excited. That sounds that sounds really interesting. That last one you just mentioned. Yeah, it's a little bit different than what we're used to, I think, sometimes. But you know, for me, language and literature is all about getting to know other people so that you can get to know yourself. So I think it really works with that kind of idea. Exactly. So you heard it here. That's what Laurie will be presenting on. So we encourage you to attend. Laurie, thanks. Oh, please do. <laughs> yes, please do. Uh, Laurie, thanks for being on the show. Oh, thank you so much. I'm speaking today with Bob Patrick. Bob is beginning his 30th year teaching. Bob teaches Latin in a high school with five other Latin teachers, and that program has 700 students enrolled. Amazing. Bob received his BA in Greek and Hebrew, added a major in Spanish, and holds a PhD in Latin. Bob has also published one Latin novella, Itinera Petri, The Journeys of Peter, a Fantasy. And he has just finished the draft of the second book in that series. So Bob's teachings philosophy can be summed up as, if you're going to be an effective teacher, you really need to love people more than language. So you will be at CI Midwest, which I, yes. I find is a, is a great conference. It's um, amazing. It's this, amazing. It's this coming September. And, yeah. uh, Tell us about your session title for those that that is kind of a plug here, those that may be attending and those that are thinking about attending. Your session title is Can You See Who's Walking in the Room? Um, yeah. Tell yeah. us about that a little bit. Yeah, so so that title comes from a, a, a sort of an aha moment not too many years after that question of do I like teenagers, right? Um, it dawned on me, and, and it's become this sort of annual real, re realization that whatever it is that I think I'm doing in a classroom, you know, what, however marvelous my lesson plans are, um, I do not know what each individual kid is bringing into the room. 
But what I am absolutely certain of is that they're bringing stuff into the room that I can't imagine. And if I ignore that, I ignore it not only to my detriment as a human being, but I ignore it to their detriment. Absolutely. And and that is just, I mean, in, in terms of moral responsibility to ignore that these young people are bringing into the room mm-hmm. burdens and cares and situations that I'm not willing to acknowledge right. is as serious as it gets. So in that session, I want to look at things like ACEs, um, adverse childhood experiences, which have been well documented, right, right, um, and, and turn people onto that. I want to look at where where kids are coming from, ethnically and religiously backgrounds. I want to look at uh, sexual orientation and binary codes that we use, and those are all big topics. So obviously, we'll look at them, you know, fairly quickly. But the idea is to break open the boxes that people live in and say, if you've not been paying attention to these kinds of questions, you should, because your kids are all walking in the room with these, with these issues. Well, that sounds absolutely amazing. Um, Bob, and to our listeners, if you're thinking about going to that conference, I would highly recommend it. I'm speaking today with John Coward. John has taught high school Spanish and ESL in inner city Memphis for 10 years. And he's now an assistant principal of a Title I high school in Texas. John has also led many PD sessions and has presented in several conferences on the topic of classroom management. You'll be at CI Midwest this coming September, correct? I will be there. So tell us a little bit about your session. What are you going to be presenting on? What what those uh, teachers that'll be attending or those that may be thinking about attending? What What's your session about? Well, it was going to be my, my typical classroom management session that I've done before I did at IFLT last summer. I've done an online class on. Um, but in, 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 in light of recent feedback I've gotten, I think I'm going to do that session, but I'm going to tweak it a little bit to make it uh, – to, to invite what we're talking about right now into that conversation, um, how, to, how to connect, how to have – um, a classroom that is that's equitable, um, and that is not just um, say not just like a safe place, but like actively fights to dismantle systemic racism and, and bias. So that how do, I guess it's, I guess I'm going to call it like how to manage your classroom while still upholding equitable practices and inclusiveness for your students, something like that. It's a working title. Yeah, working right. title. It'll be good though. So you've heard it, guys. If you're thinking about CI Midwest, I would highly encourage you to go. I'm speaking with Justin Slocum Bailey. Justin grew up in Vienna, Austria, and taught Latin, English, and guitar in Los Angeles for 10 years. Now he spends his time helping other teachers do their thing with more joy. He does this through writing, workshops, and one on one mentoring all over the globe. Welcome to the show, Justin. Mm-hmm. Thanks, John. I'm surprised you got me on again within like a month. It's it's Real magical. Long. Yeah, I'm glad to have you again. So you're going to be at CI Midwest coming up at the end of this month. Um, I am. Yeah. Just want you to tell our listeners a little bit about what you're going to be presenting on there. 
Sure. Yeah. I'm actually really excited, really honored to be there. Uh, I want to say it's the fourth straight, all four years I've gotten to be there. So I'm doing, uh, I'm doing four things. I think two, two of those pre-conference workshops and two of the regular conference sessions. So um, the two pre-conference workshops, the three, three hours a piece, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, I think one that I'm ex- especially excited about is something I've actually never done before in this format. Uh, I think I titled it something like a scale model of three instructional hours. So what it literally is going to be is it's a three hour workshop. It's literally going to be me teaching three, we'll call them 45 or 50 minute classes in a row as though they were a back-to-back sequence so that people can see how do things develop from one class to the next. Mm-hmm. And then those in-between times and the time at the very end, we'll, we'll debrief that a little bit. So I'll get some of the participants, maybe all of them, depending on the size of the group, to, to be my students. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have a little passing time, like five minutes, and then we'll come back and it'll be like, okay, this is, this is now day, day two, the next day of instruction. So I'm excited about that. I've never done, done quite that. I've taught lots of language labs, so where people have gotten to, um, gotten to observe and see what was going on. Uh, but never quite this focused. Okay, here's literally three straight class periods and how things can look uh, kind of from one to the next. Wow. Yeah. So that's one of those two uh, three-hour pre-conference workshops. The other is something I've started doing more and more. Uh, I actually did, did something similar at IFLT, when, uh, which was just before we talked last time, um, a workshop on mind, body, and voice techniques for language teachers. So uh, basically, the way that the way that teachers think and move and speak, as you know, has a has a huge impact. Sometimes kind mm-hmm. of intangible, but sometimes pretty tangible mm-hmm. on um, on how learning happens. Everything from um, from what sometimes called classroom management to focus to memory to community building and things like that. So. So it's um, it's a little bit of it's, I start with kind of a demo and then we break down and and figure out well what are some of the things that I did some of the ways I actually moved around some of the ways I actually spoke that, that helped people and then I break down uh, a little bit of what's going on in my mind as I'm processing and doing those things so that's that mind body and voice skills or techniques for language teachers and that covers the the pre conference workshops. Uh, you want me to r- roll right into the the regular conference uh, sessions? Ab- absolutely, you're doing a lot. Sweet, I, I want to say intense. these are. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about those. I'm excited that they're they're pretty hands on, which is which is enjoyable both for me and for uh, participants. I hope um, the 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 regular conference sessions is uh, so Friday's pre conference, Saturday's the main conference. I'm doing one uh, one session I think calling no prep no problem. In other words, if you don't have time to prep either just because of like life is going on or whatever, or you're teaching tons of different sections, who knows, you know how it is. A lot of times you just can't put in the prep that you want to do. What are some, what are some go-to things that kind of, uh, that kind of work anytime over the course of, of the class you're teaching. So, um, you can, you can on the fly grab one of these. I think I have six or seven things that I demo and people kind of participate in that are sort of categories activities. I'll give you one example, a really straightforward one, which is just show and tell. I mean, you can always, whenever you want, if you got no time to prep, or even if you do, you might choose to do this based on prep, is just have a student pull out some item that they have with them and 
talk about it, ask some questions about it, ask other people, Hey, do you have something like this? Do you, uh, you know, uh, how long have you had, let's say it's their, um, I don't know, let's say it's a, a sports ball, right? A sports ball and say, Hey, you know, how long you've been playing that sport? Is it your favorite sport? You guys, do you, uh, you, what's you guys' favorite sport? Oh, my favorite sport is hockey. Mm-hmm. Do you carry around a hockey stick all the time? Yeah. No, this guy's got his thing in his back. So whatever it is, and you can ratchet that up and down level right wise, right? Like as far as complexity of language, if you're with the upper levels, what would you do if someone stole this mm. ball from you? Yeah. Who knows? Right. So that's just one little example. It's no prep whatsoever. You realize your plan's not going to work. Or you didn't have time to plan. Hey, who's got an item we can talk about. Right. right? So I'm basically sharing like six or seven of those things um, with some examples. And then the, the final one, there's actually, I don't know if, uh, if some of the other folks who'll be talking to, uh, if this has been relevant for them, but there is a, a mindfulness track. Mm. There's a couple specific tracks at the, uh, at the conference. And so I'm, I'm doing one session that's part of that track, um, which I call chill input. You know, we talk about comprehensible input. Nice. We talk about, we talk about, uh, compelling input all the time, right? Um, we all agree comprehensible input is essential, but so many of the examples of comprehensible input being provided that we see seem like they take a ton of energy from the teacher, mm-hmm. or maybe they rely on things going just right, or they seem like they rely on like a, a high degree of skill from the teacher in keeping the energy going and students really playing along and things like that. And so uh, I want to share some ideas so some ways in which we can ensure that students get a lot of CI, but maybe in some in some calmer ways, especially especially listening focused um, tasks mm-hmm. where where students are really locking in to what's being said and and what's being developed. Uh, I'll give you one example here too, uh, which is kind of a um, a second person choose your own adventure story asking. Mm-hmm. So. Every person in the class is the character, and I start talking. I say, okay, so I, someone give me a location. They say the woods. I say, okay, you're in the woods. You look left, and you just see deeper and deeper woods as far as the eye can see. You look right, and you see a cabin. Do you want to go toward the cabin, or do you want to go toward uh, the deep woods? And people raise their hands. You know, it's like, you know, raise one hand for the cabin, two hands for the woods or whatever. Right. Uh, I take the majority, and I keep talking. So people are kind of locked into the story. I don't need a lot of energy. I'm just slowly speaking, adding a couple details. Students have some control of the story. They're actually, every single one of them is a member of the story. And uh, that's just one example of um, this thing that, that, that tentatively, it's not a brand or anything, but I'm calling it chill input, which is, hey, we're just sound. We're, we're developing this thing together. It doesn't require tons of, I don't have to be a clown. Students right. don't have to get up and act. We're just right. sitting there. But students' brains are able to, flesh out the story right mm-hmm. if i tell you you're in the woods your brain automatically fills in this really rich scene right uh without without our went to all the linguistic complexities of that and you'll still get uh get input as i narrate and maybe students offer some ideas so those are my four things that's amazing i'm doing and of course i'm excited to, to attend other people's presentations you know i'm not i'm not slated for every single slot uh, there's always great presentations there excited to see people that you know there's some people that you see at the same conference every year who maybe don't make it to other ones so there's so my people my illinois people minnesota people that i'm excited to see that i don't maybe get to see as much 
Well, those sound like some fantastic sessions, and thank you for sharing some of those little nuggets for for some of those sure, teachers. Yeah. Some of those teachers that may not be going to the conference for mm-hmm. whatever reason, they can take a couple of those ideas, right? Sure, yeah. People too, who you know, there's always so many good things going on at the same time. I certainly, if given the, tr- you might have experienced this too as a presenter. You look at the lineup and you're like, man, if if it was me, I wouldn't pick my session to go to, I'd go to this other one, right? Oh, so, uh, yeah. yeah, some tidbits for people who have to uh, or to, to go with other things, too. Absolutely. Well, um, mm-hmm. see you at CI Midwest. Wonderful. Are you personally going to be there, too? I will be there. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you for sharing, Justin. Always a pleasure. Today, I'm speaking with Sarah Breckley. Sarah is a Spanish teacher in Wisconsin who uses stories and games in the classroom to teach Spanish. You can watch videos of her students having fun in the classroom at sarahbreckley.com. Or you can go to CI Midwest and meet her in person. Welcome to the show, Sarah. Hey, Judea. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for being here. So, Sarah, you will be presenting at CI Midwest, correct? Yes, exactly. Well, tell us a little bit about your presentation at CI Midwest. Yeah. Well, thanks for asking. I'm doing a 90-minute session, and I'm presenting a session entitled Entertaining Input. So I think a really important part of providing comprehensible input is being engaging and making sure the kids are interested in this communication that you're creating. But if students are bored to tears after the first months of the same card talks or PQAs or one-word images, it's hard for them to stay focused on the interactions, um, even though you're working so hard um, at providing these you know, experiences for them. So I think sometimes we either don't realize how much we're boring our kids because maybe they're just well-behaved and listening or we do and we just don't know what to do about it have you been there (laughs) many times yes yes okay yes so my session provides lots of tweaks to well-known activities that many of us are already doing to make our hours seem unique and fun and also um, lots of brand new language activities that teachers can use in their classrooms on monday morning amazing so it's it's like a grab and go Right. You just oh, yeah. take things back to your classroom. Yeah, super simple. Yep. So not a lot of prep. Um, I suggest you, you know, bring your pencils or your Google Docs or whatever and just type away. Um, we're going to be providing lots of activities um, in a short amount of time. It's going to be a blast. Amazing. Well, thank you for your explanation and we'll see you at CI Midwest. Yep. See you next time. I am speaking with Annabelle Williamson, or better known as La Maestra Loca. Annabelle is a Spanish teacher, presenter, and spreader of joy who lives in New Orleans, Louisiana. She's always taught using CI strategies and strives to help teachers and students find the joy in teaching and acquiring languages. Welcome to the show, Annabelle. Thank you. I'm so glad to be on again with you. That's amazing. So you will be presenting at CI Midwest, correct? Yes, it's one of my favorite conferences. Oh, so tell us a little bit about what you will be presenting on at CI Midwest, please. Okay, well, on Saturday, I have two presentations, um, and one of them is um, Story Asking Reimagined, and it's basically um, my approach to story asking, um, which is slightly different from the traditional approach, and it's strategies I've developed um, out of my frustration with the traditional, like, 
what should his name be? And then kids arguing um, across the classroom. So a few strategies I now use to story ask differently. And then my other presentation on Saturday is called Engaging, Enticing, and Enchanting Elementary. Um, It's upper elementary strategies to hook them and keep them. I say upper elementary. um, You can really apply these to any middle school and high school classroom as well. I think that kids, um, even older kids, like in 10th and 11th grade, need magic just as much as our younger students do. So it's not just magic, but engaging strategies to really hook our students and keep them um, coming back for more to our classes. Um, And then on Sunday, I have two different presentations, which I'm super excited about because they're three-hour workshops. So um, the first is Glorious Games, the best CI games for engagement and put community and joy. And it's a three-hour presentation on my favorite classroom games where we're actually not only going to be talking about them, but modeling them so that you know exactly how they feel, um, sound, and look like before you can take them back to your own classrooms and start applying them. And then my second three-hour workshop I'm super-duper excited for because um, I did a version of it at CI or at um, I'm tired. I'm a new mom. Oh, it's okay. I can't really use that anymore. He's like old, right? He's like almost seven months old. <laughs> I <laughs> I presented on this at IFLT, um, and it's like milking your favorite resources. So it's called making the most of it, milking mm-hmm. and manipulating your favorite resources for more input. Mm-hmm. But instead of a 45-minute presentation, I get to do it for three, three hours. hours. So we really get to like delve into it. Right. So we get to like not only talk about the strategies, but actually use them, which I think is going to be really impactful. I'm super excited about it. Those pre and post conferences sessions that are three hours are, are just like a gold mine. You really get to dig deep and take that stuff back to your classroom. It's just a great idea. Yeah. I'm excited. So that's what you're presenting. I think I said the word excited like 15 times. Oh, well you should be excited. I'm excited to be there, Annabelle. I will be there podcasting and, and getting people's stories, which is which is important. Yay. I'd love to speak with some teachers. Yeah. So thank you for cool. sharing okay. what, what you'll be presenting on, and we'll see you at the end of the month. Sounds good. Can't wait. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm speaking with Erica Poplinski. Erica teaches elementary Spanish in Ann Arbor Public Schools. She is going on her 15th year in the classroom. She also loves presenting at local and regional conferences such as Mitten CI, IFLT, and ACFL, along with online conferences such as Comprehensible Online. She has also worked on a teacher's manual for Edie El Elefante with Fluency Matters and wrote an appendix for fluency through TPR Storytelling. Erica, welcome to the show. Hello, Jadea. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. So you'll be presenting at CI Midwest coming up, no? I am. I'm so excited. It's such a great, like, an inspiring way to start the school year. Absolutely. So just tell us a little bit about um, what you'll be presenting on at CI Midwest, please. So my session is called Flow in the Elementary Classroom, though I really have had people from all you know, age levels enjoy it, even though my um, examples are with elementary students. And flow is defined as a mental state of operation in which a person performing an activity is fully immersed in a feeling of energized focus, full involvement, 
and enjoyment in the process of the activity. And happily, our brains are really quite made to acquire languages. And when we kind of know a little bit about the brain works, we can easily see how CI activities can fit into helping our students stay in a state of flow the entire class when we do it right. And so my presentation is a little bit about the brain and a lot about different activities we can use in class to keep our students in that optimal learning state. Amazing. And that's Saturday? It is. Okay. Okay. Well, there you have it. So if you're at CI Midwest, please visit Erica's session. Thank you, Erica. Yeah, thank you for having me. Can't wait to see everyone. All right. Bye. Bye.